This is Dr. James Cruz, Medical Director of Wayne Memorial Community Health Centers with your Wayne Memorial Health System COVID-19 update for Monday, January 25th. So yesterday, the well, over the weekend, the U.S. passed 25 million cases and is up to 419,000 deaths. We, we had about 24,000 new deaths in the past week. Now, by the end of February, it's estimated over a half a million Americans will have died from COVID. Um, and Pennsylvania is up 38,000 cases in the past week for a total of 800,000. But now for the, for the good news, we are really seeing the hospitalizations are coming down. New cases are coming down over the past two weeks. Um, the new cases have decreased both nationwide and in Pennsylvania by about 30% in the past two weeks. So we really had this huge spike in early January, which we feel is mostly related to the holidays and holiday gatherings, and it looks like we're getting past our spike. Now, deaths remain fairly stable, but we expect that because deaths follow um, diagnosis by about three weeks. So hopefully we should see deaths decreasing soon. In Wayne County, we have 270 – or in Wayne and Pike County both, we have 270 nine new cases in the past week. Um, so, you know, things are looking hopeful. Case numbers are still very high, but I think we are past our peak. So let's talk about vaccines. Where are we with vaccines? Well, according to the Pennsylvania Department of Health, uh, Pennsylvania has given out about 660,000 doses. Now, the New York Times data shows that Pennsylvania has received 1.5 million doses and has given out about 48% of those doses. Uh, and it estimates Pennsylvania has only vaccinated about 4.8% of its population, putting us 38th place in percentage of our population vaccinated. Now, that compares to West Virginia, which is kind of the superstar of vaccinating. And they vaccinated 9% of its population and have used 83% of their doses. They have the highest percentage of their population that have gotten the second dose. But they're now running up against shortages of doses. You know, they're just not getting enough vaccine. So let's, let's look at how, how West Virginia did it. Um, first of all, to be fair, they are a small state. So there's not as much logistical problems as with a bigger state. But some of the other big, big states like you know, Florida and New York have, have done better than we have. One thing is they didn't rely on the federal government plan for, for, of having CVS and Walgreens vaccinate their nursing homes. Uh, they don't have very many of uh, the big chain pharmacies in a lot of areas of West Virginia, so they really focused on using smaller pharmacies that had already contracted with the nursing homes to give their vaccines out. And that really worked much better because the, the pharmacies already had relationships with the nursing home. And little things you don't always think about, they already had the patient information in. Uh, registration was a lot smoother and easier. There were a lot less barriers to getting the vaccine actually into the nursing homes and into arms. And overall, we found that this kind of federal government plan that we were told was going to be organized by the military's logistic expert kind of left out the details of actually how to get the vaccines in the arms. And since West Virginia didn't follow the federal plan, they were actually able to do it more efficiently. They used their, nas their National Guard to help work out their logistics and set up mass vaccination sites. Their vaccination sites ran by schedule only, unlike some states, which had a lot of chaos. And they only scheduled them a day or two before when they actually knew how many doses they would have, so they didn't wind up running out of doses. So things went much smoother there. You know, how are we doing here in Wayne and Pike County? I think we're doing pretty well. 
it's kind of hard for me to keep up with the exact number of doses given out. We usually review those numbers, you know, on Monday. So usually Monday morning, I don't have the data yet. But we, I, we've given out over 2,200 doses uh, at Wayne Memorial. And the state data shows that we've get, that there's been 2,300 given out in Wayne County and 1,600 in Pike County. So close to 4,000 total. And we know the data lags a couple of days. CVS and Walgreens have vaccinated um, most of the nursing home staff and residents, given them their first vaccine. But it really was only a week and a half ago, I think, that they started doing that. You know, we had planned on moving to our 1B category last week and really start quickly vaccinating teachers and the 75-year and older group. Um, however, since we had finished our 1As, the state did not send us any new vaccine last week. So we didn't get any more vaccine in. They also changed the 1A definition um, to include anyone 65 and older and people 16 to 65 with underlying health conditions, such as cancer, diabetes, asthma, COPD, obesity, and people on immune-suppressing medications. And, and this really threw a wrench in the, everything kind of at the last minute. We had barely started vaccinating our 75 and older group, and many places in the state hadn't started at all, and then they kind of changed the definitions on us. Um, we had already set up a clinic for the schools to start giving out some doses and had some doses reserved for them. So we changed our plans a little and did go ahead with that this weekend. But we, we focused on vaccinating school employees that fit into this higher risk group. So they were still in the 1A group. Um, hopefully we will start getting vaccines again this, this week. Um, we're not going to be able to obviously start on this whole high risk group all at once because it's a huge group. We'll probably start by contacting um, I'll continue to contact our higher risk 75 and older group. The only one thing I think that is good about this change in the definition in, in the 1A category is it does allow a little flexibility in our local plans. And personally, I think it's, it's real important to put people in these high risk groups, the you know, high risk for medical conditions, 65 and older, that still work in the public, such as teachers, grocery store workers, that really have a contact with a lot of people. It's really important to put them as high priority. So you're not just focusing on who's more likely to have complications with the disease, but you're also focusing on vaccinating people that are more likely to contract and to spread the disease. So I think that's probably going to have a bigger impact than just focusing on our elderly. We're going to do both, but, but I think a balanced approach is, is probably the best way to do that. So let's look at the positive side. You know, a lot of, of experts are saying that we may not, you know, we may not get to herd immunity till the fall. And they're saying we need about 80% vaccinated to get to herd immunity. And that's probably true when you talk about complete, you know, stopping transmission of the virus. But we're going to see effects of, um, this, of the vaccination well before then. Now, we will need to continue masking. We'll need to be masking probably into the summertime, maybe longer. But I think with a combination of the number of people who've already been infected, and recovered the number of the amount of vaccination we're giving out and we're, we're ramping that up continued masking and warmer weather we're really going to see a significant drop in cases by summertime and really most things will be able to open up so yeah we may not get everybody vaccinated till the end of the year we may not have a her true herd immunity to then but i think we're going to see benefits really in the next three months this is dr james cruz medical director of way memorial community health centers with your way memorial health system covid 19 update for Monday, January 25th. Remember, you can hear this update anytime you'd like using the Radio Bowl podcast site. Go to RadioBowl.com slash COVID-19 to hear all of our updates.
anytime.